We're closed. What do you want? Please, I must see the Duchess. You got gold? Will this be enough? Let's see it. Wait, come back. You can't... Look, I closed the little window before I can open the door. It's how this whole thing goes. You alone? Alone? Yeah, I'm alone. Good. This way. Thank you. Thank you very much. No skin off my back. What brings you to the Duchess's fortress? I need her help. I'm in terrible trouble. Who isn't these days? Who is it? It's Wendy, Your Highness. I have someone who needs to talk with you. If it's Master Ruggles, tell him I've already given him food and water, and he cannot go outside at this time. Actually, ma'am, it's a commoner. A commoner? Here to see me? Whatever for? Good morrow, Your Grace. I'm in dire need of your assistance. I see. And you thought you could just waltz right in and gain my favor on a whim? Tell me about this problem and don't waste my time. Yes, ma'am. You see, my mother told me to take great care of this. Hmm. It looks like a piece of cloth. <laughs> it's her favorite kerchief. It belonged to her grandma, and mother told me that if I was to play with it, I wasn't to get it dirty. And according to that stain, you have not succeeded in your charge. That's why I've come to you, my lady. Can you help me? Hmm. This will not be easy. Wendy? Yes, Your Grace. Fetch me some water and vinegar. I have work to do. At once. In the meantime, I suggest you take a seat. Um, Chelsea. Of course, Chelsea. And while you wait, we can listen to Paws and Tales. All right, now I will set the dial. And here's hoping that the washing machine can get the last bit of stain out. Thanks, Miss Fiona. You're a lifesaver. Well, don't give me too much credit, Chelsea. We haven't seen the final result. So tell me again why this handkerchief is so important. It was my great-grandma's. She got it from my great-grandpa when he went to fight in World War II. She never saw him again, so it's kind of a family treasure. Wow, and your mom just lets you play with it? She said I was old enough to know how to be responsible with it. I guess she was wrong. Don't worry, love. I'm sure we will be able to set things right. I know, but I still feel bad. It feels like I can't be trusted and that I shouldn't be allowed to do anything because I might make a mess of that too. I think we've all felt that way before, but trust me, if there's hope for the greatest of sinners, there's hope for us all. Sinners? What do you mean? Oh, I simply meant that everyone has done wrong in their lives, whether they meant to or not. And without God's gift of salvation, we would all be in deep trouble. Salvation? She means that when we do the wrong thing, it means we have to pay for it. When God forgives us, He pays for it instead. Right you are. In Romans 6.23, God tells us that doing what is wrong only results in death. But because Jesus died for us, we don't need to. If we trust in Jesus, our sins have been paid for. Oh, right. I knew that. Yep, it's pretty great. When you've got God's forgiveness, you can pretty much do anything because you've already been forgiven for it. That's not quite how it works, Wendy. What do you mean? When you're forgiven, you're forgiven, right? God doesn't hold something against you if you ask him to forgive you. The Bible says that somewhere, I'm sure. Well, yes, but... <clears> hmm. <throat> that might be Lionel asking about his radio. 
I'll be right back. I wonder what she was going to say. I don't know, but she's got to go up against what the Bible says. I know there are verses talking about how God takes away all of our sin when we ask him to. But Miss Fiona doesn't say stuff that isn't true, does she? I guess we're going to find out. Want to listen to the radio while we wait for her? Why not? Sorry about that, girls. Where were we? Wendy said that we can do whatever we want because God will forgive us. And you said that wasn't right. Ah, yes. And then Lionel called me. Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah, and then you were going to explain. Because I looked it up, and the Bible does say that when God forgives us, He doesn't remember the wrong things we do. See? Hebrews 8.12. Well done. Yes, it does say that, Wendy. But this passage of the Bible is a perfect example of why God forgets our sin. Take a look in the earlier verse. In verse 9 of this passage, God says that when he gave his people commandments to follow, they did whatever they wanted instead. And so God stopped paying attention to them when they asked him for things. God does that? That's what it says in Romans 1.24. But if God stops listening to us when we are doing the wrong thing, how do we get his forgiveness? How indeed? There are many stories in the Bible that talk about this, but I think I know just the one that you all might have heard before. Daniel and the lion's den? I like that one, but maybe next time. Noah's Ark? We already heard that one around Easter time. I'll go look it up. Be right back. All right, girls. All set? Yep. What's the story? This is a story from the New Testament. That means it was when Jesus was here on Earth. Or after, I suppose. Shh! I'm trying to listen. That's right, Wendy. Jesus was a well-known teacher in those days, and many people wanted to learn what he had to say. Crowds gathered every day to hear him preach, and the same was true on the day of our story. On this particular day, Jesus was passing through the town of Jericho. And the people blew on trumpets and the walls fell down? Uh, that's Joshua, Chelsea. Well, funnily enough, uh, another time, perhaps. Sorry, uh, go ahead. Like I was saying, many people wanted to hear Jesus' teaching even the people with bad reputations. One in particular was very interested to see Jesus. His name was Zacchaeus. Oh, right. Am I supposed to know who that is? He is pretty famous, but back then the only reason that he was well known is because he collected taxes from the people. And though the Bible doesn't say he cheated people out of their money, there's a pretty good chance that he did. So people didn't like him? Not very well. Anyway, he was so desperate to see Jesus that he ran up ahead and climbed up into a tree to see over the crowds. As Jesus walked through the streets surrounded by his followers, he eventually came to the tree where Zacchaeus was and looked up. Zacchaeus, hurry and get down from there. I need to stay at your place today. Of course, Zacchaeus was surprised, but he climbed down and happily led the way. I bet he wasn't the only one to be surprised by that. You're right. Many of the people around began to complain, whispering about how Jesus was going to stay with this very bad person instead of at one of their houses. Zacchaeus thought about this and realized he needed to do something. God's son was going to stay in his house, and his house wasn't a clean place. Yeah, that's how my mom feels when we have company over. She always cleans it up really well. That's not quite what I meant. It's just that his house was probably nicer than most, 
And the main way you got that rich back then was to be a cheat and a bully, taking all you could and giving nothing away. So when Zacchaeus thought about all the wrong things he had done to make his fortune, he knew he had to make things right before God came in. Lord, I've decided right here, right now, that I'm going to give half of my things to the poor, and whoever I've cheated out of money, I'll give them back four times as much. Zacchaeus, today you have been saved from your sin. That's why I came here, to find you and save you. The moral is that when we are lost in our sin, whatever they may look like, Jesus comes and offers us freedom. If we listen to him and stop doing what is wrong, we can find his great forgiveness, and the Bible says we'll live together with him forever. You girls are still looking thoughtful there. Is everything all right? That story about Zacchaeus was simple enough, but I guess I don't understand what it had to do with what Wendy was saying earlier. You mean about doing whatever you want, because God will forgive you? Yeah, Zacchaeus did whatever he wanted, and then God forgave him. Jesus told him he was saved, right? Sounds about right to me. Hmm. I see where you're having trouble, Chelsea. And I think the main thing we need to understand is something called repentance. Okay, what's that? It means to turn away from doing wrong and doing what is right instead. Zacchaeus knew that his way of life was not how God wanted him to live, and so he decided to change. In other words, he stopped doing what he wanted to do and started doing what God says to do. Exactly. Huh, I just thought God wanted us to say we're sorry and then we're good. Well, as they say, actions speak louder than words, and if you're truly sorry, you will be willing to do what it takes to make things right. Okay, but I thought when we got forgiven, God made everything right. Doesn't the Bible say that we can't do enough to be forgiven? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. You're right, of course. Our sins against God are forgiven, but if our bad actions hurt other people, it's our duty as forgiven people to do what we can to fix what we have broken. Zacchaeus did this by giving back even more than he had stolen. And in the book of Exodus, there are many laws about repaying people if we steal or break something that isn't ours. Kind of like that handkerchief that my mom lent me. Exactly. And that should be done washing by now. Let's see what we've got here. Looks good to me. Yeah, the stain is gone. Looks like you won't get in trouble after all. Your mom will never know. She will. I need to tell her what happened. I made it right, but I still need to be forgiven. I can go with you if you'd like. That would be great. Thanks, Miss Fiona. Not at all. Let me get my keys and I'll be right there. Do you want me to turn off the radio before we go? That would be quite helpful. Thank you.